0: Listening to Email Friday on Law and Gospel on this March the 25th, in the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Pastor Tom Baker, and we're going to be talking about an email that you might not want to have your children listening to. It's about transgenderism, and that's about changing the sexual orientation of a child that's born female or male to the other. We received a very interesting email on this. And so without further ado, let's get to it. Gay activists and their supporters rally in support of a transgender couple on the steps of New York City Hall because three stories came into sharp relief the ambitions of the sexual revolutionaries who think they're governing the United States. First, there was a predictable outrage when the usual elites concerning Florida's parental right in education bill took place. This bill significantly would restrict the teachings of gay ideology to school children, and of course, there was great outrage from the homophile pedophiles. Then, it emerged that Washington State has a policy preventing teachers from revealing a child's gender transition to parents. Now, (laughs) That makes sense if you remember what the gay community is doing with children who become pregnant out of wedlock in a high school because of a teacher. A teacher can see to it that they have an abortion and the parents are not to be notified in a number of schools. That's a sexual revolution that is occurring. And now in Washington state, teachers cannot tell parents about their children going or undergoing transgender surgeries in order to go from a female to a male or vice versa. And third, White House press secretary, Jean Saki, condemned a directive from Texas Governor Craig Abbott that calls on state agencies to protect Texas minors by investigating cases of children receiving abusive gender transitioning procedures. In order that this law would come into effect, it would mean that Texas would be able to protect your children from these procedures by telling the parents. Well, guess what's happened? Since then, a Texas appeal court ruled Monday to keep a temporary injunction in place barring child abuse investigation of families with transgender children. Who seek gender affirming medical care. In other words, they still can't tell their parents. In fact, after a full day of oral arguments, Texas District Court Judge Amy Clark Meacham granted an injunction Friday to stop child abuse investigators into transgender. Adolescents. the The government had indicated, uh, the governor, I should say, of Texas, that that should take place. It was a ruling that halted a directed from Governor Craig Abbott in the to the Texas Department of Family and Protective Services, requiring them to investigate any parent or medical professional. Who provides an adolescent child with gender affirming health care, including hormone therapy and gender transitioning procedures. Now all you have to do is go to Google and find out what gender transitioning procedures it's cutting off parts of the body so a female becomes a male and vice versa. And parents aren't allowed to hear about this from the school. So this woman judge, you know, so much for women's equality, sided with those who wanted to have a transgender teen teen, and a licensed psychologist who said complying with the directive would violate the teen's ethical obligations. So, having reviewed the record, we conclude that reinstating the temporary injunction is necessary to maintain the status quo and preserve the rights of all parties, said this female judge. Yeah, the rights of all parties except for the parents. This is a great example of how the government is now becoming the parent. In fact, White House Press Secretary Psaki condemned this directive from Texas Governor Greg Abbott that calls on state agencies to protect Texas minors by investigating cases of children receiving abusive gender transitioning procedures. Each of these stories reveals a particular aspect of the current sexual revolution by the homosexual pedophile community. The criticism of Florida shows just how deeply these liberals have imbibed the notion of expressive individualism. I mentioned not long ago a senator in the United States did a little speech showing how the Supreme Court has moved from a court deciding whether or not items are legal according to the Constitution to deciding what new laws should be made and roe v wade is just one example where if you take a look at the arguments that substantiated roe v wade they're medically unclear they're against medicine and of course it was once more the liberal movement trying to get their way in other words the senator was making the point that because legislators who are very liberal and pro-homosexual cannot get the government to vote in their direction, they attempt to put in judges who will overturn states when they make pronouncements and judgments. In fact, another article I read, even if Roe v. Wade is overturned, by the Supreme Court, which we hope it will be, it doesn't mean that states cannot permit abortion to continue, which I find very interesting. In other words, the states have power to go against the Supreme Court and allow for the murder of children. Yet, they don't have the power to stop what is happening to these poor children who are being used in order to change their gender because they feel like it. In fact, actress Carrie Washington condemned the Florida law. She declared, children deserve to be who they want to be to be their true selves. Now, this is a young child that makes sense to her, presumably, and to many of her Twitter followers, It is leading to a sexualized notion of childhood and is now unquestioned authority in our culture. And then in Washington State, the policy is a reminder of how deeply government agencies have bought into trans ideology and how they are using it to drive a wedge between parents and children. By the state's own philosophy, the child is the gender he or she claims to be. So the state holds that the child defines who he or she truly is but that the child's parents have no right to know. Talk about disturbing in the extreme. So is that something that, well, the the government is in control of? Taking a look at the Biden administration's attitude toward the Texas directive, the president and his group believes it is inappropriate and indeed morally disgusting to investigate institutions involved in gender transitions to see if they conform to current Texas law. In fact, well, the president said through the spokesperson that the guidance given by the governor of Texas was designed to target and attack the kids who need support the most. Our administration believes that loving and caring for trans kids apparently means enabling them to do irreparable damage to their bodies at an age when they have no idea what the consequences will be later in life and we already have numerous people who have undergone these surgeries and regret that they were placed in that position. In fact, the lobbyists have so perverted the narrative and the current administration has so enabled that perversion that this particular email writer said, yes, evil is called good, And good is called evil. Now, as soon as I read that in the email, that reminded me of Martin Luther's Heidelberg Disputation. And that's a point that he made that in the world today, evil is called good and good is called evil. For example, in crucifying Jesus, the unbelieving Pharisees believed they were doing good even though it was evil. And they think that what was evil was Jesus talking about the forgiveness of sins to prostitutes, uh, tax people, and so forth. So I, I wanted to know this email writer, who is he? His name is Carl Truman, he's a professor of Bible religious studies at Grove City College. He's known as an esteemed church historian. In fact, he is a William E. Simon fellow religion and public life at Princeton University. Now he's authored more than a dozen books, but the one that caught my fancy was Luther on the Christian life and I'm sure that's where he read where Luther talked about how the world calls evil good and the good evil. And so now we have not only schools who are against the parents but homosexual pedophiles who are supporting this and including the administration in the United States. There's a clear push to grant gay ideology a favored legal and cultural status that enforces it without compromise. And in fact, if you are against the gay movement, you are labeled as morally evil. You know, you don't have to be an Old Testament prophet to see where this is heading, or at least where those in power hope it is heading. Taken together, the email says these three news stories point to the comprehensive disablings of society at which the revolution aims. The family must be dismantled. Biology must fall to gender ideology. Dissenters must be discredited and vilified. Now, none of this ought to be surprising. President Biden, no doubt drawing upon years of careful reading in the land of gender theory, pronounced in 2020, here's what he said, transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time. There is no room for compromise when it comes to basic human rights. And it was seen that Biden's administration and its state-level counterparts look set to be as good as their leaders' word. If you are a parent who wishes to stop your young daughter swept up in the trans craze from having parts of her body removed you should expect no help from those in power if you are a legislator who wants to make sure gender transition clinics operate within the law expect to be labeled a vicious bigot and if you don't want your elementary school aged child learning about sex from a stranger who has also been given the right to know more about who your child believes he is or she is than you do, then it is not too far-fetched to think that you might find yourself talking to Child Protective Services at some point. In light of the moral disaster over which President Biden seems happy to preside. It would be helpful if evangelical leaders would really use their newsletters, their sermons to expose this evil nonsense. This might be more useful than what many of them are not doing right now. Such things really serve no purpose, actually except to bolster a Biden world and the evil child-harming family-destroying sexual revolution it is so vigorously promoting. That's why such forms of dissent receive positive treatment in the New York Times. Descending from our culture and political elite's views on top surgery for minors? Well, that's... Going to be quite an issue during the upcoming elections in the future. In other words, what Luther was saying, Martin Luther, is calling evil good and good evil occurs throughout the Bible. The folks who were taken into Babylonian captivity thought it was good to try and buy God off with their sacrifices to earn their way to heaven. They thought it was good to worship other idols. They thought it was good to eat food offered to idols in order that they might have some of that power. In in other words, God doesn't fool around. He has negative consequences put into place when we go against his will and for a child who's only five, six, seven, eight years old to decide, yes, I know I was born female, but I really want to be male. That's ridiculous. In fact, isn't it Arizona that just passed a law that transgender children can no longer run in races with women? In other words, you have these men or boys who decided to become female after they were born male, and they are disrupting the area of athletics, breaking all kinds of records because men do have the ability to run faster and do more things athletically wise than a woman does. And so the records are falling all over the place. Well, Arizona has now passed a law saying that they are not permitted to run in women's events. That makes sense. But of course, you're going to get some woman judge or some liberal uh, abortion woman who will come out and say, no, no, that's terrible. We should have individuals They should have the freedom to decide whatever biological sex they want to be. Talk about ridiculous. Can you imagine that any of this could have happened just even 20 or 30 years ago? No. This is why power is what is being looked at by the homosexual pedophile community. Power is in order to control your children and use them without your even knowledge about it. That, that's a fact, that children are having abortions because they get pregnant out of wedlock by teachers, and then it is hidden from the parents. I don't know how much longer this can go on It would seem to me that parents maybe ought to start suing the schools and perhaps we'll get a a court to rule it. But right now we're having a real problem in putting individuals into court situations where they are going to make laws, not just conduct righteous judgments on the laws that have already been made. And Roe v. Wade's a great example. Where in the Constitution of the United States does it give any right for a woman to murder the baby within her? It's found nowhere. But once you say, well that's not really a baby, it's just kind, maybe some kind of animal in the evolutionary process, therefore they're just removing a part of their body, then these women can go ahead and do that on the basis of what? Evolution? I I really believe evolution is one of the worst things that can be taught. Not only is there no scientific evidence for evolution, but it's just a bunch of guesstimates as to how long things need to take place like diamonds in the ground or oil in the ground or light from further stars it takes millions of years to reach the earth so they just assume that's how old the universe is when we know from genesis that when adam and eve looked up they saw stars that were millions of light years away Why? because that's the way God created the world. And and so parents really need to get involved. Uh, Was it not San Francisco that these liberal individuals were voted out of office and replaced with people who had much better sense? And of course, this is a shock to the liberal pedophiles and homosexuals thinking that, oh no, we're gonna be losing our power. Well, things come around that go around, and so we are praying that the church gets much more involved in urging parents to make sure, what are your kids being taught when they go to school? Are they being taught the gay lifestyle as though it's okay in God's eyes? when the negative consequences are so obvious with the number of suicides and early deaths because of disease in the homosexual community. So this is something that every parent should be impressed with because we're to bring our children up in the er nurture and admonition of the Lord. And therefore you need to know what your particular school, its policy is on these various items to protect your children from people who have unbiblical views teaching in a public school morality rather than the three R's which they're supposed to be doing. So we'll continue with law and gospel thinking on our next broadcast on Monday, taking a look at readings for the following Sunday and showing how they also have a law and gospel impact on your life. Be with us. Talk to your friends and neighbors about listening to law and gospel. And if you want to email me, do so at lawandgospel.com law and Gospel 101.com I'm Pastor Tom Baker and if you'd like to help the program stay on the air, listen now. God bless you.